Hello and welcome back to the Baguette Boys and You podcast. Today, my name is Richard and I will be your host. As always, I am joined with Derek and Connor. What? What? God, I thought I was going to get a little bit more excitement out of you guys, but uh, <laughs> good start. Good start. There it is. There he is. Well, we have officially launched, so I think some of you guys have now seen our Instagram post, and uh, I know Derek at least pushed it out on Facebook and you know all over the place. So we're officially launched. We're getting some more podcasts out there, and we're excited to get this community growing. Um, Damn right. Damn right. Super excited. Let's go. Let's go. Um, yeah, so I think that's probably the biggest thing that has happened in the past week. Uh, and so we've also been getting a little bit of feedback from some of you guys on you know, all, all sorts of things. And we really appreciate that. Keep sharing it. Keep getting us feedback. Give us topics, whatever it is, questions, um, DM us, however you feel comfortable reaching out to us, do so. Um, one of the things that we wanted to touch on here, one of the feedback that we got was what the heck does the baguette boys mean and um you know what does get that bread mean and so i'm gonna pass the ball over to connor and let him answer that getting that bread maybe we're yeeting this wheat maybe we're just trying to obtain the grain but we all have to entrust in this crust <laughs> but honestly <laughs> let's get this bread is just used as like a term like let's get this money because bread you know is equivalent to dough and it's just slang term for like, you know, if somebody gets a paycheck, oh yeah, let's get this bread. That's what we're working towards. But we're not using it just to monetize things. We're using it as like, let's be successful today. Let's go out and let's get this bread. Let's get that paycheck. But no matter what we're doing, we're always trying to do the best we can. So that's how we're doing it. And why are we a baguette? Um, Because it's the fanciest bread ever. Yeah, pinkies up, baby. Yeah, I think the real, the real way this started was like, oh, like, let's get... I think it was always like get this bread, but I think like when we were talking about baguettes, we we're like, oh yeah, like we're we're pretty cheap. Uh, we don't spend that much money. <laughs> we're still like we're still like trying to figure it all out. You know, we're in our twenties trying to figure it all out, and uh, you know, baguettes sound pretty expensive to me. So you know, I think that's pretty expensive bread. Let's get this. Let's get those baguettes. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think that's uh, nice too. <laughs> it does. You ever get like a soft one? Dude, a fresh baguette. Ah, it's unbeatable. Ooh. What do you ask for when you're at an Italian restaurant? Oh, can I get some bread, please? Yeah, we're always getting that bread. We're always making that money. We're always being a successful. We want to be a baguette. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> well, again, give us that feedback. We really appreciate it. Uh, topics, questions, whatever it is, feel free to reach out and uh, let us know. And uh, so as we get into the podcast, uh, as always, we'll start with the one week in review. So Derek, kick us off. Cool. Yeah. So like I said last week, I started my program for software engineering. It's going very well. I'm enjoying it very much. Um, it is definitely very intense and immersive, but I, again, I'm enjoying the the, the material. And I, since I do have um, experience, I, it's not as intense for me. I have been lucky that I also have time on the side where I can work on my portfolio website, which is one of my biggest goals for 2020. And I think there's something along the lines of me being extremely busy with the program that has like made me more motivated to be work on this website. So I've been doing a lot on it and I got super excited this week showing a, a few features to Connor and Richie earlier this week. Um, so it's going to come out. But besides that, I also got some new body art on, on my, my arm. You know, I just painted on with some black ink and that's what we call a tattoo. <laughs> there you <laughs> so, go. It looks yeah. sick. 
Yeah, I'm very excited with how it turned out. So if anyone wants to know about it, please let me know. But last but not least, last week we started talking about our October goals. So even though it's not October just yet for us as we're recording this, um, it's going pretty well. I My goal was to continue studying Japanese, and I've been able to do so. I put out a plan, and I've been mostly sticking to it. I'm a little bit behind, but for the most part, all I need to do is keep up with it and just keep going. So, And I've been actually been doing that, so I'm excited. It's been oh, a good week. Wow. What a week, man. I know. Connor, kick it off. Yeah, um, like Derek said, you know, October with new goals, and one of my biggest ones was sleep consistency. And I have to say, I was pretty good um, by falling asleep around 11, 11.30 most of the nights. I think more towards the 11.30 side because I am kind of a night owl. But um, there are a couple days where I tend to not go to sleep at certain times. But, hey, it happens. I got to get better at it. Um, but, you know, overall, I love – this month, one, because it's my birthday month, but two, transitioning from summer to fall, you get to see the leaves change. And being colorblind, I don't necessarily get to see a lot of that differentiation in colors. So being able to go out into the mountains and just look at the yellows, the reds, the oranges, the colors that I don't usually get to see um, on the everyday life, um, it's very exciting for me to see. So I don't know. Uh, it always puts me in a good mood. So I'm going to keep that attitude rolling. Nice. Love, I love that. Love to hear it. Love to hear the excitement in your voice. And uh, I'm like a little it. kid in a candy shop, man. It's awesome. <laughs> I rarely get to see that kind of stuff, so it's cool. Yeah. I didn't. I never knew you got that excited about it. I love it, man. It's like the only time I'll go out and take my DSLR and go out and take pictures. And I don't know. I just like I'll put my hammock up. I'll just sit and stare because it's just so vibrant. Some of the times, you know, I've tried those in chroma glasses. Those the colorblind helps you see color and stuff. I wore them a couple of times, but you just have to wear them constantly to have your eyes adjust to it. And I just didn't want to do that. So I don't have those. I mean, I have them, but I don't wear them. But this is the real, only the real time I get to go out and see like big changes in colors and see a bright red next to a bright orange and be like, wow, that's a red. Wow, that's an orange. Where other people, you know, are like, oh, you didn't know that? I'm like, no, nah, this is new for me. This is pretty cool. Well, not new, but every year it, it feels new. <laughs> Yeah, long time. Yeah, damn. It's gonna be hard to uh, talk about my stuff now, but uh, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I think they mentioned, as I mentioned already, October goals. My goal was around trying to build a consistent schedule. A reminder: I will be home, and home is in Torrance at my parents' house. And so, a couple of things that um, I wanted to do was, you know, try to get a consistent schedule going and a, a routine, a daily and weekly routine here. Um, so, the things that I've done so far, you know, the past week around that is, you know, if I'm going to be home, I need my own space. And so, really trying to, um, you know, and my parents are lucky enough to have a, a house where I have my own room, and which is great. And so, while I'm here, you know, I, you know, uh, it's a guest bedroom typically, but now it's my room uh, or back to being my room, I guess. Um, in any case, you know, I, you know, cleaning it out, making sure I have everything I need in it, and, you know, putting my clothes outside of my suitcase and now in a dresser because, you know, I'm going to be here for a time period for a period of time. You know, just getting comfortable back in the groove of the things. Uh, and then from a scheduling perspective, uh, you know, what I decided to do is, you know, go to bed a little earlier, give myself the um you know, you don't need to be around your family uh, all the time. You know, give yourself the break. Nothing good happens after 9 p.m. as uh, as our parents say. Um, so you know, I, I don't need to be up extra extra late. You know, go to bed and 
you know, go, uh, go start your day early in the next day. So I've been basically just going to bed early, waking up early, going on walks in the morning and then listening to a lot of podcasts, shout out my first million, love that podcast, give me a lot of uh, ideas and trying to push me forward. So, um, that's a good one. And then, yeah, I think it's just been like carrying on good energy throughout the week. And, uh, it's been helping me like pull myself out of the depression, a little bit of depression I've been in. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think the other things that I've been doing is like just, you know, being outside and being in nature. And so like I went to the beach and swam a little bit and tried to get some exercise that way too. So that was good. Amazing, man. Amazing. I know that was a hard thing for you to adjust and finding that adjustment period real quick. It's tough to do, but it seems like you've kind of found yourself into a little rhythm, a little groove. Maybe you can carry that forward. Well, I just yeah. need the consistency to compound, you know? Hashtag. Ooh, hashtag. Oh, man. Trademark. Yeah, yeah the trademark. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I, I'm glad glad to hear that you've uh, you're, you're doing better, and you you just sound like you're 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 doing better too, and, and enjoying it a little bit more. So I'm I'm glad yeah. to hear it, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. So next segment, it's something that we haven't really done before, but we want to start incorporating. Uh, so we want to like start tying our podcast together from the previous one to the next one, uh, to our current one. And so Derek, I'm going to hand the ball over to you. And I think this one is just really trying to introduce um, the challenge from last week and uh, just seeing how we all did with it. Yeah. So just to recap for everyone, what the challenge was last week, I challenged um, Connor and Richie and all of you listening to set a contract with yourself. I got the idea from the book. I forgot the title of it, but it's by Neil Pazricha. I think it's how to get up a memoir of resilience and something else. Pretty much the idea of a contract is that you are setting a very definitive, strict goal for yourself. The examples I gave last time were okay, but I realized a better one that I did for myself and I didn't even realize it was um, Japanese for 2020. Um, there's another habit I picked up from a different podcast where it helps me pick the hobby I'm going to do for the year. I won't get into that, but pretty much I chose Japanese at the end of 2019 to learn in 2020, right? I said, you know what? I'm going to do this in one year and that's what I'm going to do. And what it ended up doing for me psychologically is it really helped me to keep going. There were multiple times throughout the year where I wanted to give up, where my first class of Japanese ended and I was like, oh, do I really have enough time for this? I want to do all these other things. But since I said I'm doing it for 2020, I stuck with it. That, I, I thought that very many times saying like, oh, I, I said I'm going to do it for 2020. So I kept going. So that's a little bit of the context. As for me to, to fulfill this challenge from last week, what I decided to do was along those lines where I am not going to start a new season of anime until I finish a chapter of, of Japanese in my textbook. So uh, I just finished the last one I watched. And now I'm a little worried because I won't have anything to watch for the next X amount of days or weeks until I finish the chapter, but it'll be good for me. So that's my contract. That is going to be rough. If you guys don't know, Derek loves anime. I think he's mentioned it a couple times on the podcast, but uh, I think that's going to be a very rough uh, contract. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I'm going to keep going. All right, I got, I got this. I got this. <laughs> you do got it. You do got it. Thank you. Pinky's up, bro. Pinkies up, baguette boys, we out here. <laughs> fancy, fancy. Um, I'll, I'll go. I'll talk about the contract that I made for myself. Um, it had nothing to do with my sleep consistency. That's something that I'm definitely going to have to work on. But um, it is about working out. Um, I tend to – my job keeps me very active, but it's not purposeful exercise. It's constant movement. 
um, because I do teach a lot of group exercise classes and I do stay active the whole time. But one thing that I've been doing is setting myself up to work out three times a week. Um, and it's actually put me on a, a good path forward because one of my biggest long-term goals is to become, you know, one of the fittest individuals in the world. And yeah, that's an absurd and insane goal. And there's a lot of things that I need to do to get me into that position. But um, right now it's, it's been, I need to stay consistent with the workout. I need to keep my endurance up. And there's a lot of the times where I'll get carried away with doing a lot of things for work and it may tie into my time where I want to work out. And I've set a contract actually with one of my uh, coworkers where we will work out together at 1 PM, regardless of things going on. Um, we're holding each other accountable and we've actually held each other um, with our own contracts accountable. So I, uh, we've been doing really good with that. Um, obviously, it's only been a week with it, but still, I have a A plus for my week with contract. <laughs> there you go. I like to hear it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I think for me, it's been more along the lines of trying to figure out things that are going to tie to my schedule. And so um, for for me, it's been like trying to wake up in the morning and really go on this walk and try, like, I can't. So what happened was like, I hurt my knee, um, at some point and it's been just nagging and I don't really know what's wrong with it. So I'm going to get it checked out while I'm here. Um, but so since I can't really do too much, it's basically like trying to find something in the day that's going to, um, just make me happy and like start my day off with something like something good and something good and fun and like trying to just like get my brain moving and like thinking about things. So I've been like waking up in the morning, listening to podcasts and then after work. Um, so again, like I'm working East coast time. So I'm like up at 6am uh, for work and then I, you know, finish around 3pm. So I have like all this extra time and uh, before, you know, my parents are done with work and people are like getting done with school and whatever. So like there's time. And so, you know, just trying to find like one day uh, or one item, one thing right after work that just kind of like going to go make me happy and like do, do something, uh, with that time, like that one hour and, um, before I go do anything else. And so this week it's been like, go to the beach. Um, and then like another thing that I've been doing is like, you know, I really want to get better at some things before, um, I just want to get better at some things. I've been like taking some courses also. And so, you know, just like learning some other things that are just like potentially helpful later on not necessarily now but like later on and just like just like enjoyable like getting something done and like seeing that you've completed something um and just like i think it's been helpful so oh yeah small wins baby small wins that's what we're looking for all the time wins. yeah it's been uh, it's been definitely good so we'll see um so let's get into today's topic for the day um so really what i it's just going to be a question for you guys and i think it's going to be very very conversation based and I don't really know where it's going to go. I think it's going to get pretty deep. So we're going to get super deep on this episode and uh, that's okay. And like, let's get to it. Uh, so the question for you guys is what are some of the things that you are extremely hard on yourself about? And why are you hard on yourself? Why are you so hard on yourself about it? I'll open it up. Tweet, 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 tweet. <laughs> um, I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll talk a little bit about the past for me, for those that don't really know, I've been playing soccer my entire life and I've just stopped playing about two years ago when I moved to Boston um, and started doing something different. Um, but, you know, being in a athletic area with competition constantly nagging on you, uh, there was a lot of things that I really had, you know, struggled with as a, as somebody who wanted to stay motivated. You know, I was always hard on myself. I always 
sought to be perfect at certain things. I mean, I was a pretty talented player, but I always thought it wasn't enough. And I was never happy with the outcome that I've produced. There might've been one or two times where I was like feeling really good about it, but I just didn't have, I guess I didn't really have that energy for myself. I know that's a tough word to use there because I just didn't have that self-motivation to keep, to keep on moving forward. And I, I think I always relied on somebody else to give me that motivation, that extrinsic motivation. But what I really needed was that intrinsic motivation, um, something that to keep power me going, to keep me going forward. And that was kind of tough for me going, you know, through struggles and struggles. And I think a lot of the times I was playing for other people and not playing for myself. And that was a hard realization to come at. Um, so I, I, that was a very broad answer to your very specific question, but I'd love for you guys to dig in and ask me more questions on that. Yeah, I have a question um, yeah. based on the ex extrinsic and intrinsic uh, motivation you talked about. Do you think that extrinsic motivation came like directly from other people or do you think a majority of it or some of it was like in your head to, to a degree like you want to make people proud or something like that? Um, I think in the beginning it was definitely make people proud. And my parents always drilled into me, you know, do it for yourself. Don't do it for anybody else. Play for yourself. And there was a lot of times where I didn't listen to that. I was always playing for somebody else. Um, but for the extrinsic part of it, I was always seeking for somebody to push me harder for this and that. Cause I was always a leader. Always people looked up to me. I guess my work ethic was there, but for me, I just never thought it was enough. And I was looking for somebody to keep pushing me and keep like, you're not doing enough and, and telling me I'm not doing enough rather than myself telling me I'm not doing enough. And I think that really put a, a damper on a lot of the growth and potential I could have had when it came to that sport. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I, I know personally, like th there comes a point, we've, we've talked about this before, there comes a point where there's a difference between the thinking of doing something and doing it. I know we talked about it in the context of working out, like it's one thing to go to the gym and lift weights and do it, but it's another thing to like program yourself and like think for yourself. That's why people have coaches and all those things. And I like that aspect is really hard to do for yourself. So for you internally to, to maintain all that is, is a lot. I think I think the big thing you took on that was uh, always trying to, what did you just say? <laughs> no, I think it's basically the the programmable piece is the the key one. I think that he was hitting on for me. Yeah, no. When when he was talking about grabbing somebody else to kind of push you. Yeah, that, that's what I needed, but didn't realize I needed that until it was too late. I was always thinking, oh, I had to do it on my own, and then I'd lose the motivation and think, oh, I can do it tomorrow or do it the next day when. Sometimes when you when you need to do something, it's okay to ask for that help. It's okay to say, let's go and do this. Like as somebody who is a trainer right now, I know I need somebody else in my ear pushing me and motivating me to get things done. It's tough to have that intrinsic motivation. It's tough to have that doggy dog fight inside of you. And that's where you find a lot of successful people is they have that internal motivation, but they're so motivated on that certain thing that and they're so excited about that certain thing that it's very easy for them to find that motivation. And now looking back on it, maybe it wasn't that important or maybe I just didn't have that influence to keep pushing me. And I just, you know, I battle with myself a lot on that. And I try not to look at the past and say, oh, I wish I could have this, could have done that because everything leads me to where I am now. And I'm happy with where I am now um, because I learned a lot through that, that period of time, especially the three years that I played when I was out of school. So 
Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I've learned a lot on how to keep myself motivated because I'm finding things that I'm really enjoying right now. And one is obviously this, I love doing this and I love hanging out with you guys. Um, but just living life is, is, is nice too. Damn, some snaps there. <laughs> uh, no, I definitely think I, I agree with that. I mean, like, basically where this, this question is stemming from is, like, this. I follow a bunch of random people on Instagram. One of those guys was basically saying, like, you wouldn't tell your best friend that, you know, you're not doing, you're not good enough, you're not this, you're not that, right? But, like, a lot of times in our own heads, we do say those things. We do say, like, hey, you aren't good enough. You, you should be doing more. You should be doing this. And I think... We're all hard on ourselves, so why are we hard on ourselves? And trying to like really understand that, like, what is it that it specifically is? Do we actually feel that, like Connor? Do you actually feel that? Hey, you weren't good enough, or hey, you didn't push yourself hard enough? Because if we like took a three hundred and sixty, we took like a like a, a different view on this, like from a third party perspective. And I was watching you every single day for all those years in college, all those years forever, um, watching you play soccer. Would I have said this kid's not trying hard enough, or would I have said he is trying hard enough? Um, and you're just being a little hard on yourself, I think is the question. Yeah, that's a great perspective. And I think most of it would be, I am being hard on myself, but a lot of it could be a better, I could have done more. I think anybody could have ever done more. The more I look at that stuff, I'm like, everybody can always do a little bit more. But if you're looking at that third party, I'd say people were looking at, at me and saying, wow, he's, he's busting his ass. He's working his ass off right now. But I guess that's that fight in me that says I can always do better. I can always do more. And I don't think that's a bad thing at all. But in some instances, I guess it can be detrimental, especially if you don't put action towards that thought. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It, I can, I can testify that he was working his ass off first and foremost. I just want everyone to know that he was working his butt off the entire time, but it, it goes to show that like the third party perspective is good, but it really depends on who the third party is. Right. Like I think, mm-hmm. If that third party was someone who had the similar mindset as you, like wanted to push you, it would have been different. But like to to normal people who who don't really want to like grind that hard to get to something, it'd be like, why are you putting yourself through the ringer? Um, so it's different things. But I I want to talk like talk on touch on something that you both said, which was alluding to pretty much imposter syndrome. And imposter syndrome is like everyone has it at some point. It's pretty much the the idea or belief that like you're not good enough to be doing what you do you don't deserve to be there you're an imposter right um it's very prevalent in my industry in software engineering because and I, I can see why because people are just like typing away at their keyboard all the time and they're regarded as like these highly intellectual people and make a lot of money and they are highly intellectual but like at the same time i know when i'm doing it sometimes like did i really do something that was like that was that was really warranting of this position i don't know so it, it's 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 a weird position to be in, but for all the people listening out there, you you are definitely where you belong. You you even if you're hard on yourself, you are in the position you are because you put yourself there. So keep going, and you deserve it. That's interesting that you bring that up because you know listening about that imposter syndrome, it, it sometimes I did feel out of place. Like I didn't trust my my skill set and my attitude, and I thought I was just there sometimes just because I don't know. I don't know. I like it's kind of <laughs> tough to tough to look at that. And when you talk more about the imposter syndrome, it is about trusting your own abilities and trusting yourself when you go through things. And that's something that I've definitely felt like I've gotten better at as time goes on. And, you know, I did stop on my own. I didn't stop because of anything other than that. And I'm happy about that because I know 
I talked to my parents a lot. I was like, I just don't know if I'm happy anymore. And I was always like going back, like, damn, my parents drove me hours and hours to practices when I was a kid. Like, I don't want to stop now because I am where I'm at. And I can, if I just go a little bit more, I can make this as a living and I can do this, I can do that. And it was just putting more stress on me than I realized. And as soon as I left that competitive atmosphere, I completely changed emotionally. Um, and it, which is strange because you don't really think about it that way, but being in an athletic environment and in a competitive environment, it's a constant battle with an up and down emotion of feeling happy, feeling sad, feeling mad, feeling happy. Like there's just constant emotions flying around. And if you don't understand your own emotions and your own body and the way you can act cert through certain things, that's where I think I failed. And if I had that mentor or that extrinsic motivation telling me like, it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to understand like, this is that way. And this is this I think that would have helped me a little bit more as I was growing in that sport and growing as an individual, because I was still young. I mean, I was still 20, 21 years old going through that stuff. And when we're going through that age, if you don't have that right atmosphere in the right environment, <laughs> there's so many variables that are coming at you. You could have one variable and it be the wrong variable and it ruined the entire equation. Yeah. I think we talked about something very similar to this and either in a conversation or in a podcast, but basically like there's something about these like kids in high school that are just so out there um, that are, Hey, like this is who I am and I'm okay with it. And I don't really care if you or any of you guys like me or not, I'm just going to do me. And I think we talked about like, and do you baby. And basically where I'm going with this is like, there's this like weird sense of like confidence. Uh, and you mentioned it a couple of times, like I didn't, I didn't feel good enough. I didn't feel this. I didn't feel these things. And basically what I think I'm getting at is like, look, uh, I think there's like a certain level of confidence that we have to have in, in our lives. And we, sometimes we need to give ourselves like the benefit of the doubt, uh, and be okay with it. And kind of your look at, look in the lens of the third party. Um, but also like in some instances, like know when you need to push harder and know when you need to do certain things also. But I think like, yeah, I think like for sure give your, I think you need to give, uh, on the, on the soccer piece. Like I, I would think, you know, give yourself a break. Uh, I think from our perspective, like from your friend's perspective, on it like yeah i think we saw you push hard on it and and whatnot and uh sure i think everybody can say like you know i think i could have pushed myself harder i could have done this differently i could have done that but like at the end of the day like um soccer is not what defines you right like you mm -hmm. are a person uh and uh you know you're you be you know becoming a different you're becoming a person that you know you you're being happy and so on and so forth. So I think like like I, I don't I wouldn't hold up too much on it or think too much about it. Yeah, and and, yeah. and you guys have given me that advice even before we started this podcast. You know, when I told you guys I was stopping playing, you're like, don't be hard on yourself about it. Like this is you're ending on your terms. It's not like an injury totally ruined your career and you're like, oh, I was this close. Like you know those people, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do know some people to be honest. So I, Derek, yeah, what, what, what's oh. up? You go. Ask I was me. gonna ask. I was gonna ask you. Are you are you ready to talk about yours? Oh man, uh, I had something else for the last topic. Um, I don't know. Are we doing, going to me now? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. I could. Um, I could talk about me and like I. I think the thing I'm hardest on, which has been prevalent my entire life, even to this point, is like I'm. I, I find myself always in this back and forth between like being an ultra perfectionist, but also being like, nah, this doesn't really matter. And when I'm an ultra perfectionist, like I want to make sure everything is done now, done quickly and like done well, like why don't we do this right away? I mean, 
you guys can probably see it in me trying to organize our podcast sometimes. I, I try to do as much as I can in all our freaking spreadsheets. But it, that's not even that bad compared to like other stuff where I just like, I don't know, take it to a whole other level and I'll like stress myself out over stuff that doesn't really matter. Um, but like the other side of me is like, why even try to do this? Let's just have fun. Let's just kick back and enjoy ourselves. And I, I feel like there's no, I literally have no in between sometimes. Um, I won't go into the details because obviously it was a very emotional time for me, but there was a, there was a point in college where both of those two sides met in the middle. And I, there was a week where I was just like having a lot of mental breakdowns and just was like finals at the same time. It was just like this entire week of college of like, it was tough. I like, I've never experienced such stress in my life and like how to react to it. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was, it was a weird week and I didn't know how to get out of it, but I did with the help of my mom and my friends. So things worked out, but it just, I, I feel like I hold myself to such a high standard sometimes that the same thing as Connor, how Connor said it, where you don't need to, you always feel like you can do a little bit more. There's always like another level you can go to and you know, there's like that hidden potential in you. Maybe it's not even hidden. There's that, that another level deep within you that you could definitely reach into and get something done and do something. But really at the end of the day is you, you don't need to dig yourself that deep to, to get certain results, right? There, there's a point where there's diminishing returns. You can sure you can get to that level, but what, at what cost is what I've come to realize where like, what's, what's the cost of what I'm, what my actions are to myself. Yeah, I think uh, real quick, I think there's like a, I think you've mentioned this to us before, but like some engineers spend X amount of time working and then they spend, you know, X minutes or uh, hours also like taking that quick break before they like go back and work again. And I think like we can always say, well, I could have worked 20 hours straight on this thing, but like how much is that really going to benefit you? Because are you going to be able to maintain that going forward? Are you going to be able to stay consistent with that schedule? Are you going to consistently be able to work 20 hours, 20 hours, 20 hours, 20 hours every day for the rest of your life? No. So like, what is it that you can do uh, to like continue to work and continue to grow? And then like without that diminishing return. Right. So just wanted to throw that in there. I think that, I think that's a great point though. I mean, working 20 hours straight, usually is never a good thing because how productive can those 20 hours be? And I think this is a very relatable thing is a, a lot of people want to be that perfectionist. They want to be as perfect as possible because they do hold themselves up to a high standard. And I think that's a great thing, but finding that middle ground is always the troublesome part. So do you find yourself Derek, to be more of a perfectionist when you find something that you love and you're like, Oh, I got to make sure this is perfect because this is what I love to do. Oh, that's a really good question. I never thought about it this way. Cause I would actually, I would probably say no. It's more like, it's more like when I, when I see the goal where I see the success of a project or something, when people come together and I see it, I know it can happen. And I know we can get there. And like, when I get excited by the end result, I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And we're going to make this happen. It's going to be good for all of us. Then I like dive in and like be super perfectionist about it. But I like, I feel like when it comes to my own stuff, I've always made like pushed it to the side, which is like, I mean, you guys knew me growing up. Like I was always involved in like clubs and organizations and in college I did like community service and my business fraternity and I was president of that and doing all these different things. And like when it came to other people, I wanted like to be the best version of myself possible and be like, make sure everything's perfect and make sure everyone else enjoyed themselves. I think that honestly came from my mom where she's very much like making sure 
everyone is situated and doing well and then worries about herself. She does a, she manages it all better than I do, but like I, I inherited that and I like wanted to make sure everything that wasn't mine was perfect and taken care of. So people would be happy. But I think that extrapolated into my work too. Okay. So being a perfectionist and worrying about other people's happiness, how did that affect your happiness? <laughs> uh, definitely had an inverse relationship um, for the most part. I There wasn't a lot of time to myself. I think people have negative reactions in different ways is what I've realized. I think a lot of people, like when you grow up, you, you think like, oh, when you're sad, you're sad. When you're upset, you're upset. When you're angry, you're angry. But like I realized... Like when I have a negative experience with someone, I get super frustrated and like, I don't, I don't get angry or pissed at them. I just get really short and like frustrated. And I'm like, cause in my head, I'm like, I, I know how, I don't say how perfect it can be, but I know how like this project can work out. I know how we can all come together to make this work. And like, I'm just like, I feel it in my head. I get so frustrated that like, why, why isn't this working out well, which is a sign that I should take a step back. Um, so yeah, that's that's how I react that's, when. That's a great recognition. Taking a step back and just taking a deep breath. I mean, that can really help us calm down in certain situations. But yeah, I was yeah, just so more curious. Yeah. Continuing off of like, what is it that you're extremely hard on? Do you think you pinpointed what it exactly is, or one of the items? I, I don't. Not recently. I think recently, the past few years, I've been chilling fat, which is why I need the big boy to kick me in my rear end. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can't point to anything specifically, but um, if I had to point to one thing, I, I would say growing up, it was definitely like my image. And in a sense, it was like I wanted to maintain that image, and but also like not just the, just the image, but just like be that person that I thought I was. And now it's more like I'm just being the person who I am. Does that make sense? And it's like I still <laughs> care about other people and I still want to do good things for them, but. It's, it's terrible for me to say, but I've come to the point of like being frustrated so many times where it's like I, I don't have the emotional energy to invest so much in other people's projects or things going on, right? It's like, like I'll get invested, but I have to get invested because I want to be invested. And this podcast is a good example. Like, I love you guys, but like, if this was just for you guys, I wouldn't do it. This is also for me, you know? Yeah. 100%. I mean... What do uh, what do they say on an airplane? The first thing that oxygen mask comes down. What do they do? Put on Put yourself on your first, and then help other people. Right. So you're right, you're take right. that analogy and apply it to your life. You know, make sure you're happy doing that stuff first. And regardless if you want to be a perfectionist or not, make sure you're happy doing that. And being a perfectionist isn't a terrible thing. You just got to know the balances. And I think that's something that you've worked out in the last couple of years. And coming into that, you know. I, I think we've all kind of been in that spot and that's why we kind of started this success journey is because after college we were like in this limp state of limbo, you know, we were just like, I don't know what's going on, but we, we have this, we have so much motivation. We just don't know where to direct it. And now we have that direction where we're on, a, we're on that path right now. True. I, I don't know what it was that you just said, but it made me think of um, something that Gary Vee has been pushing recently. It ha has nothing to do with what you said, which is why I, I don't understand why I thought of it. But Gary Vee has been pushing recently, like, like when you give, or when you like when you're giving of something, like give just to give. Don't expect anything in return. And I think that that is very powerful because 
most people kind of give subconsciously thinking they're going to get something in return. And I think that was what was setting me up for so much frustration in my past where it's like, look at all of like these events that I coordinated, look at all these things that I coordinated. And like, I was, I would get so frustrated when people wouldn't even like say a thank you of some sort, which, which is like so stupid to get frustrated about. But like, those are the little things where like subconsciously I would get upset about. And now I, I understand that if I give, it's just for me to give. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'll get into a little bit of mine. Um, so for me, I think it's, I think it's very relevant to like compose what you guys have said, which is like not spending enough time on, I feel like I could always spend more time, right? Like I feel like I could do more things. And um, I, yeah, I think for me, it's, you know, it could be, it could be about work. It could be about, you know, fitness. It could be about like all these different things. And so I, when we go back into like last year, kind of why did we start journaling? Why did we start doing all these random things? Uh, one of the things I mentioned to you guys was like, I was just like, just like super not happy with you know, all different aspects of my life, like going out too much, you know, uh, eating, like kind of just like gaining a bunch of weight, doing all these things. Like I just wasn't happy. And, um, it was just like this, like realization of like, Oh, like you should be doing more. You should be doing more of the right things. And so I think for me, it's always been, I think it's been a couple of things. I think one, like I've always had like this weird, weird, like, Oh, you need to be peak, peak physical fitness. You need to be like super in shape. You need to do these things. And if you're not, you know, you're doing something wrong. Um, which has always like been super painful, like super painful, like body image issue because of that, I feel like. And then I think like separately, like, oh, you could do more there. Right. And then I think from like a work perspective, I'm always like, oh, like I want to do so much more things with my career. What is it that I can go do and like go push, push myself and go, go, go do these things without necessarily like giving myself a break on it and being like, Hey, like trust the process. You're not going to get results in a day. You know, you need to like continue to make every single day, just be um, hashtag consistency compounds, like just continue doing something, continue doing it, continue doing these things. And if you continue to do it and continue to trust the process and continue to like chip away every single day, uh, and build momentum, you know, all the things that you want are going to like fall into place and like, don't just necessarily expect it to happen. Um, and don't spend 20 hours tomorrow killing yourself when you could spend eight today, eight tomorrow, and just like get a mo- get some momentum going. Because um, if you spend 20 hours today and the next day, you're going to be dead by the third day. So, you know, just just trust the process. So I think that that's a big one for me um, or big kind of items, hot ticket items for me. That's a, that's a very, again, I think we're all good at analyzing ourselves, which is good. There's something you said which is very indicative of you is that you spend a lot of time like considering your 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 previous late late nights of going to bed at and getting like three to five hours of sleep. I think that's very spot on, but I think you're doing better at that. One thing I've realized with based off you said is that even if you're behind on a certain day, unless it's like a super pressing deadline, you really shouldn't force yourself to do something or really like feel bad about it, right? If you if you do have another day to do it, it's okay. Do it tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Just shows that uh, uh, you don't want to – what's that word I'm looking for? Um, always waiting to do things. Procrastination. Oh, procrastination. You're good at not procrastinating. You're good at getting things done. Even though it might be a lot of tasks and tasks and it's it's tedious stuff, you're, you're good at saying, okay, let's, let's, take a, let's take a step back and let's, let's look at this in the whole side. But being in that peak fitness, I know that is a big thing. You're really hard on yourself on. And right now is a great time to talk more about that because of the situation that you're in. With a bum knee, you're at home, you were, you were 
working East Coast and West Coast hours, overworking yourself, not being able to get into that peak physical condition that you love to be in. So how are you coping with that right now? Yeah, and uh, and the, I think the big the big reason why I'm still in California is just for the listeners. I didn't want to mention it last time, but I'll just mention it. It's like I'm sick. I don't know what the heck it is. Uh, we'll see what it is. It's not COVID or anything, but um, going to the doctor and like trying to figure it out. And I think there's like this weird mysteriousness of like kind of like adding to that depression. So that's why I've been like kind of like all over the place. But um, yeah, I think for me it's uh, it's been okay to cope with for whatever reason, uh, you know, I basically just accepting the fact like I can't can, this is something that's happened to me. I can't change. I can't get back into all the things that I want to go do. I, I, I think every day it sucks that like, I can't go do my audit program or go do whatever it is that I want to go do. Um, you know, for working out, but I think like, you know, I gotta be able to, I have to do whatever I can do, whatever that might be and try to find, find out what that is. And then from there, just like, um, you know, just remember that you can't, you know, you're not going to change. You're not going to completely flip the script tomorrow. Um, it's not going to be, you're not going to be fixed tomorrow. So do what you can do, continue doing what you can do, control what you can control. And, um, you know, at the same time, like take advice from you guys, like go actually go see the doctor about your knee. Don't just keep icing it. (laughs) Um, go do this, go do some things that you can go do. Um, and, and try to get better at you know the best you can. I think what you really said right there was control the things that you can control. Right now, yeah. you can't control your bum knee, right? It's hurt. You need to figure out what it is so you can heal, and then you can go back to your other things. But worrying about things, I mean, you said you were swimming. That's low-impact aerobic exercise. That's perfect to do for something that is an injury like yours. But control the things that you can control. The more we start to worry about the external factors that are impossible to control, i.e. if you are a weather person, can't control the weather, deal with it, move on. Um, I think that's a big New England thing that I had to get used to when I was in Boston was don't complain about the snow because guess what? Everybody else is cold too. You just complaining about it being cold is just going to make everybody else more pissed off. So I I think that's a big thing to hit on is control the things that you can control. Yeah, I think, again, like uh, trying to build the schedule – like consistent schedule has also been kind of key, I think. So like trying to figure out like, Hey, how do I start my mornings? So I'm not really thinking too much about it. Uh, the rest of the day, like, you know, try to knock something out, get that win and then like continue, you know, if I just, if I'm sitting around all day, then yeah, I'm going to of course think about like all the bad things. I'm gonna get the Sunday scaries of like, I'm going to, I'm doing all these things. I I could be doing all these things. I'm not doing enough, blah, blah, blah. Like I don't want to run around with the Sunday scaries every single day that I'm home. Right. I want to, every, I want to like consistently get some wins and uh, at the end of, you know, me being here, even if my knee is still hurt or if I'm still sick or whatever it is, then like, um, you know, I can at least look back at like, look back at my time being home and be like, well, I'm happy and I'm still like still somewhat healthy and I've gotten all these different things done. So like I mentioned, I'm doing courses, I'm doing all these things like, yeah, like I've even though I might be hurt, like there's other things that I can do that I'm going to be happy about. So like go figure out what those are and try to go get some wins and do those things. So yeah, man, get those small wins. Yeah. It's more important than people realize. I mean, I could go on and on about this because I deal with it all the time, but I'm not going to. We get to we just <laughs> for a different podcast. We'll call it the small wins, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but what about what about medium wins though? I want medium wins too. All right, <laughs> all right, bro. No, sorry, 
but yeah, I think sometimes you know, I fall flat. Okay. <laughs> I think that there's you know some things here. You know, controlling what you can tr- control. I just want to do a little recap on like some of these items. So I think in my in my sphere it was like controlling what you can control. Uh, I think you guys picked up on that. Um, even though you think you can do more, you know, try to be consistent. Don't try to do kill yourself with 20 hours a day. Uh, try to be consistent and figure out what that consistency looks like. What about your guys' areas? Um, not being hard on myself about certain things and trusting myself. I think that's a big thing that I need to work on and, and will always need to work on because of the environment that I've been in for most of my life. So um, I've definitely been better at it these past couple of uh, years. Like I said, coming out of that, I've really started to understand myself more. Um, so, yeah. I think for me, I, I think I've, I've been doing it, which is why I've probably been so happy recently is um, just pursuing what I want to pursue. Right. And just, just worrying about my wants and desires and needs and, and just focusing on my close inner circle of friends and just, just keeping it that tight and, and, and being able to go forward has been helping me a lot. Because um, like I said before, trying to appease everyone and everyone in my life is is tough and was not working out for me. So one thing I did on that on that note was um, I think I told you guys where I muted pretty much most people on Instagram. Sorry for people listening that that might be my friends. Um, you may or may not have been muted, but it's just I, I just need to want to stay in my own lane, you know, and just like understand what I'm reading and the media I'm taking in, which is foreshadowing for a future podcast but yeah i think uh just to add to that there's somebody had mentioned it on somebody i follow uh i think it was the blueprint owner kyle flynn blueprint la shout out blueprint la uh kyle flynn basically just like put on one of his podcasts or one of his uh, instagram posts saying like you know, you have so much energy that you can burn and you you should be spending, you should be surrounding yourself with other people that are going to continue to bring energy to you and like keep adding to the flame. That's like basically. Um, And like every time you hang out with like some downer or somebody that kind of brings you down or like you're trying to appease somebody that's, or you do something that's going to bring you down, whether it's, yeah. So sorry, recap. rewind what I just said basically like you don't want to hang out with people that are going to bring you down you don't want to do things that are going to bring you down you don't want to do all these things because it kind of burns your energy right it burns it like kind of puts out the flame a little bit and so like you want to continue to build that flame because that flame (laughs) uh can turn into a wildfire but you know (laughs) why are you doing that man (laughs) bad terminology uh, yeah but um I think you guys know what I mean, but basically like, you know, you want to surround yourself and like take in the, take in the content, take in the things that are going to help you grow, take in all these things. Cause like the more you do that, you know, that flame becomes bigger and bigger and like, that's going to help you in so many more ways and just like feeling happier, I think, and you know, all sorts of stuff. So um, I just wanted to add that into what Derek was saying there. Yeah. I, I want to go on this topic, but that's not the topic for today. And we've talked for a long time. So I, so much to say about that though. um so the one thing i wanted to challenge you guys on and and i guess uh it's it's going to be a little bit difficult i think it's going to be open for interpretation it's not something you can measure i know we've talked about like goals last week so you can't measure this um but i think you know figuring out the challenge is figure out something that you are super hard on yourself about and give yourself a break and trust the process um and whatever it might be. So for me, I think for me, it's really around, I think Connor Herdy, 
kind of hit on the thing that I was going to be hard on myself about. Like, hey, you can't control the fact that you can't work out. So what are you going to do instead? How are you going to, you know, give yourself a break? And uh, you can't just give yourself a break, but uh, try to, um, for me, it's like try to like make myself happy some other way, uh, doing other things, um, you know, control what I control. Self-reflection. That's all I'm going to say. Self-reflection is the hardest thing to do. It's one of the things that Richie get, got me to do in the start of 2020 was look at a lot of the things that I'm doing right now and, and see how I can make them better or what can I get rid of in my life. So um, this is a great topic to do that on and very difficult one. So it shouldn't be something that is like, oh, I'm going to think right now and it's going to be my answer. Like maybe you think one thing and you're on your drive to work the other day and you're like, wow, I am really hard on myself about this. How can I give myself a break? How can I make myself a little bit happier in these situations? Uh, sheesh i don't know what i'm gonna do um but i i like this challenge i will take a rain check on what it is but um i like the self-reflection we keep talking about our journals and self-reflection i have our journal that i occasionally write in still i've been meaning to do it recently so that could be one small part but i want to make sure i nail this challenge so i'm going to do something pretty good i'll update you guys soon <laughs> cool yeah i think just one last thing, uh, you know, we're all hard on ourselves about all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, trust the process, you know, control what you can control. Um, speak to yourself the same way you'd speak to a friend, right? You wouldn't tell your friend you're not doing enough. You're ugly. You're whatever. Uh, you know, have some confidence, speak to yourself the way, you know, um, you want to be treated. Right. And, uh, you know, hopefully that helps you, uh, get through the day. So we out. Hopefully this podcast helped you guys and, uh, oh, you know, subscribe, spread the message, get us out there, help us, send us anything, DM us questions, whatever. And uh, don't forget to uh, get that bread. <laughs>